Hello and welcome to the pod. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we're Entrepreneurs, a podcast about two gay idiots learning how to own and operate their own businesses in the midst of end End stage capitalism. capitalism. What up? Hey, hey. How's everybody doing? Thanks for Feeling listening. spicy in the middle of January, perhaps? <laughs> I went to the Eiffel Tower yesterday. and mm-hmm. Just there... casual things a person says. Well, I went uh-huh. to an American church, and it was right by the Eiffel Tower, and I went. And uh-huh. there was maybe like 10 trees that were almost full green because they are fucking blooming right now. And I showed the, fic- the photo to one of my friends, and he was like, maybe they're perennials and i was like absolutely not like absolutely not i did a i did a wedding this weekend uh where it was like 48 degrees and the bride refused had refused to spend money on heaters so their outdoor cocktail hour was under a tent in perfect weather so everyone was just extra cold and like huddling it was very and it should it's not funny it was just it was. Funny I feel because... like there's a big need for outdoor heaters for lots of reasons. Because oh, we were very happy in our catering tent where we did buy. It. We did make them pay for a heater, but she did. I feel like anything you know, buy water business plan. Uh, getting into some sort of like alternative heating and cooling yeah. system. Mobile, Maybe mobile heater may- rental in oh, the winter. Kayleen, I gave you this Bywater business plan. I texted it to you and you did not respond. Yeah, I was busy this weekend. <laughs> all right. All right. With all my right. actual Bywater business plans. <laughs> all right, folks, you're going to hear it here first. <laughs> what was it? Oh, um, masturbation manifestation sessions. Guided. I feel like that already exists. I it probably does, but I feel like, like Goop does that. I feel like Gwen, that's a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Yeah, she gets one of her things. It's it's walking the line because I feel like these manifestation stuff. It's like walking the line on like sexual energy to manifest, and it's just like, bitch, no, we're gonna meditate and you're gonna come. Um, yeah, isn't that all? Isn't that like what that crystal dildo company is all about? The chakras. Well, I think the. I, Oh yeah, I guess. I guess I'll, maybe it's like, you know is- what. When I was in Florida, I went to. It was kind of like a circle jerk for manifestation. Um, we like all wore blindfolds and like it wasn't necessarily like guided, but like we like journaled before, and then she played a playlist, and then she's like, "Meet your edges." Yeah, it was so cool. random. I like accidentally went. I met somebody at like this meetup that I went to. I definitely came because people okay. were asking me. They were like, they were like, did you get off? I was like, well, like I was going to go and not like. Right. Because oh, I was I'm like, here. well, it was one of the things where I was like, oh, I guess I'm like 30 and single. And I guess this is what you do. Right. Like It's Friday. What else am I doing? So, yeah. Maybe. Very vagina monologues of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this intro wasn't going to go how we play. I feel like I kind of hijacked it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about my new standing desk, but I guess we're going to talk about jerking off. <laughs> for manifestation purposes. Listen, all I want is, I really have wanted for a very long time, like a a, a, a crystal dildo. Like one of the, the things that you can, they're like, is it art or is it? Or is it a dildo on her mantle? So I actually had like that Shiva Lingam and everybody uh-huh. thought that I used it for like masturbating. And then I didn't. 
And then I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me a while. I was like, oh, you I could thought, use this for this. And so I, I thought started. that was more for like yoni egg stuff, the Shiva What is that supposed to do? Do you know I about that? I do know about that. You stick a rock up your cooter and I, I thought maybe it, it had for- something to do. I thought maybe it had something to do with the, like, what is it, the um, the Kegels? But I think it's, I don't Hear know. Hear me out. Do you need goop, to do that if you gloves. have not given birth and you don't care about a penis? You know? Like, are Probably Kegels... Not. Maybe it's Maybe it's more about a... Um, I feel like Kegels are good for pelvic health, like, regardless. Um, you want to, like, keep it tight for other reasons beyond, like, I'm sex. doing them right now. It's kind of yeah. hard to do and not smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, uh, but I think it's also, like, maybe this idea that if you're putting crystals up, it has something to do with a root chakra. Hmm. I don't you know, know what? There's uh, something that seems. Hey, if there's any, if there are any yoni egg experts out there listening, write us an email on triplequeers at gmail Thank you to our dear listeners in Poland. I know that you probably know this. Honestly, yeah. we charted on Norway last week. So all right, ooh, Norway's coming for you. If anyone is out there works for chakrabs, um, maybe send me a, a dildo. <laughs> I, I I talk about it on my Instagram. I mean, talk about it right now. You know, put it yeah. in the show notes <laughs> with right? like some like winky faces. Yeah. Um, do I want to? Sp- oh, I'm on the website right now. Do I want two hundred to spend two hundred fifty dollars on two hundred and fifty dollars? Oh my god! It's for the it's for it's for the original. They have a slim that's two hundred. Their yoni <gasps> eggs are fifty dollars. You know what? Hear me out. When Ooh, I first started bugs. discovering that side of me, hairbrush. Yeah, that's that's or you could just buy a vibrator. No, I know. But like, I feel like. Hairbrush. <laughs> Are we talking about do... embarrassing things we did as teenagers or did you best do that as an adult? I can do as a hairbrush. Uh no, no I, you know, uh, I didn't masturbate until I was 18. Isn't that weird? Not, like, officially. Interesting. I, I feel, like, I don't know if, like, pillow humping counts. I, yeah. Um, I got an older friend to go into a <laughs> local sex shop and buy me my first vibrator when I was, like, 16 or 17. <sighs> that, um, and, they really... But I also had, um, at one point, bought a vibrating toothbrush that... <laughs> <laughs> I was a horny kid. Yeah, that's horny kids into horny adults. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a very clear straight pipeline. <laughs> that kiddo's not. That's the thing. Like, kind of like describing myself. I'm just like I'm a loner. I like to read alone, but I'm also horny. So being single's kind of hard. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I'm like a horny nerd, and but I'm not like nerdy enough to go to like the uh, the cosplay events. You know, I don't like right. read manga. Um, I don't know. I, I uh, whatever. Ooh, they have one called the Generous, which is three hundred and thirty three dollars. Three three three. Yeah, huh. angel numbers, baby. Um, I'll three your three your three. 
Hey. Well, um, well, listeners, uh, just a quick check in on how I'm doing. Not great. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Great. Very good. Pulled the tower uh, yesterday. Also today, because I do daily pulls, and then I come home and I see this uh, card on the ground, and I say, "I swear to God, if that's the fucking tower," and it was. And I feel like I'm kind of going through some tower stuff right now. So um, if you know me in real life, you know that this is just uh, how I operate. And the tower is always coming for me. And that's That's just, uh, I'm a master of chaos. Back to you, Kayleen. I was going to talk about my new standing desk, but now everybody knows that I used to masturbate with a toothbrush. So... Let's move on. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. I'm in crisis, so now we're just getting more and more unhinged. Yep. I'm doing actually pretty good. Yeah, I know. I, I'm giving Kayleen all of my power. All yeah, my shit is hitting happening. the fan, and Kayleen... I'm reaching, across, I'm reaching across the Atlantic Ocean and just siphoning... Yeah, we're codependent. Only one of us can succeed mm-hmm. at, at one time. And uh, mm-hmm. I've paid I, off three credit cards in two weeks, everyone. I'm doing that's really a, good. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Um, yeah. We're not going to go into what I've been doing. I've already no. overshared enough. You know, if you want to yeah. know, sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> oh, Just does kidding. that mean you have to make a Patreon? <laughs> Here's my secret. You can also follow her, follow Anna's blog. She's been blogging away. Yeah, I do kind of, I kind of do get out of pocket. Oh, I've been explaining to people here what out of pocket is. And oh, uh, cool. I've just been saying it's insane, right? Yeah, it's your act, you're acting, uh, I'd say insane or uh, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, inappropriate. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. All right, Kayleen. All right. So we're coming off a of Queen of Swords. Tarot time? Tarot time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. She's like, is, are you going to influence this? No. It's going to be like two of um, cups or some shit. We're about to switch over into Aquarius season. Um, How do you feel about Aquarius season? I'm pretty like... Blase. I don't really care. I, I I associate Aquarius season with Mardi Gras at this point. Oh yeah, that's so cool. It's just kind of fun and light and breezy. It might get a little weird. Yeah, that's what. I have some weird parties to go to. I can tap into that energy. Come to Jules. Come to Jules. What? Three of Swords. Cool. Cool. Uh. Betrayal, heartbreak, um, and desolation, everyone. Um, we're going through it, aren't we? Yeah, Three of Swords is... Uh, this is like the worst season of Terrapoles we've had. We got the chariot at one point. Yeah, sandwiched between the fucking tower and the devil, and then the queen of swords, and, and now the three of swords. The three of swords, yeah. I tend to liken that the three of swords is comes at... Um, is like our because the the it also unlike the other things that we have pulled the three of swords is minor arcana, which means that it is a little bit more fleeting and a little less life defining. Um, I tend to liken the three of swords as your pull the band aid off moment. 
Yeah. It's going to sting and it's going to suck and you've probably been dreading it for a while, but yeah. you really, you know it needs to end. Well, the Three of Swords um, also I don't think has a ton of surprises either. Like, yeah. if you pull a Three of Swords, you have an idea either what it is about or what it's going to be about. Um, yeah, as soon as you pull it, you're like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, there have been times in my life where the Three of Swords have, has come after me. The first was I had a Three of Swords year for my year ahead in 2018, which is, and I knew as soon as I pulled it yeah. on New Year's Eve of 2017 what it was about, which was about my relationship. Um, and I waited until the beginning of December of 2018 to end it. Um, really, you know, truly, you gotta, you gotta rip the bandaid mm-hmm. off and just go for it. So, um, yeah, whatever this is about, like... I kind of, I, well, it's, at coming after a Queen of Swords, I kind of feel like this is your decision, right? Um, yeah. And, like... The lead up, the, the lead up to it is gonna suck more than what happens after. Mm-hmm. You just have to get to the point where you can pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Um, or or reveal what needs to be revealed, or the seat, you know, like you know what it's about, and you're going to spend more time agonizing over the how. Exactly. I don't think the three and of then, swords needs a ton of strategy. No, I think it's just like but, toughen up, bucko. This is yep. it's not all pretty. It's not all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Um, it's funny. I was at an art. I was at an art market yesterday, and the gal at the table across from us. Um, had some tarot earrings and she had the th- one of them was three of swords and I was like I don't there was a time in my life where I'd been like cool but now I'm like I don't want to carry that energy around on me <laughs> no I agree um, I got, I'm, I had a, I'm good on all that but I did buy her high priestess earrings and a very cool very cool looking person bought the three of swords once so well, that's like a really popular tattoo to get I feel like it's a three of swords. Yeah, I just don't necessarily like. Listen, I am a sad girl. I get it, but I don't want to put that on. I don't like. It looks cool as hell, but I don't want to like bind myself to that energy. Yeah, I agree. I'm uh, I uh, how do I, I feel like I kind of run towards disaster, and then when it happens, I never like act surprised, you know. So like, I don't need, right. I don't need like a three of swords. Like it happens. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fire fire signs. I'm man, the more intimately I get to know fire signs, I'm just I wonder how anybody deals with them. Um it's exhausting. It's just like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Um anyway, fire signs, this one's for you. Three swords. <laughs> Woo! Okay, well I feel like this kind of leads well into our topic for today which is it does knowing your voice set the table we are serving the main dish yes um literally in this deck the three of voices swords are mm, voices mm, three voices just like the three 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 generous dildo mm-hmm Maybe that's why we got the three of swords. Maybe, Maybe it's three, three. I said three, three, three. <laughs> that's been happening get, to me a lot. We could here. have gotten. We could have gotten the three of cups. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, guys. My sorry. My expired energy is ruining the collective. 
<laughs> Ew. Well, I it's been happening to me a lot. Okay, and I kind of want to talk about this. Maybe we can start here. Where I will think of something and then I'll hear somebody say it. Like, it happened to me on the train. I was thinking American. And then somebody literally just said, like, American. Or I'll, like, think of a song and then I'll hear the song. So... I feel like a lot of times you hear this stuff and it's just like, it means you're on the right path. But I don't know. Like, I don't, I I feel like maybe it's more you're just like kind of like in an echo chamber. I don't know if it really has anything to do about like whether or not you're doing what you're supposed to. I think it's just kind of like, it's happening. And if it feels good, it feels good. I don't know if I necessarily believe there is a path at all. Yeah. You know, the idea that there is a path means or like that there's a right path means that there's real that like that there's only one path we should be going down Mm -hmm. when I feel like it's changing all the time. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think I mean, it becomes this big question of like fate Um, and whether or not like you believe in free will or like it's all fated. I don't know if it even matters that much, but I kind of like to take the idea that like whatever decision I make, it's being molded around me, right? And it's not like, oh, if I like take this decision, it's just not gonna like, it's gonna like cut me off. It's gonna be a dead end. That's actually funny because right. Kayleen, that's one of the cards that you pulled for me for my year ahead spread. You, she pulled a fucking dead end card. I was like, great. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like, like very like, nice, Kayleen. Good, well, good karma I, for me. <laughs> when I call, when I pull the... Listen, you're not the person who I gave a reading to yesterday who pulled the tower for the month of their wedding. So, <laughs> chill out. Chill out. Let, me, yeah, like, let me navigate I've, that one. Kayleen's like, I've been ruining lives. <laughs> yeah, be like, be like, I don't know. Just be ready to roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get don't get too attached to your plans. It's a bad wow. thing. Yeah. Um uh Yeah, I feel like like when I tell when I when people pull the two of swords, when I pull that for people, which is all about like imp- like feeling stuck when it comes to making like stuck between torn between two things, stuck between two choices. Whatever choice you make is the right one. Like, cause that's yeah. all you have. Like you can't rewind, you can't rewind and redo. Like you can only, it's just life is just a continual choices and the path is being made as you make it. Not, yeah. you're not being set down and wound up and set down a road. So I don't know if I necessarily believe that like we're constantly be given, being given signs that we're on the right path because like what, what would be happening if we were on the wrong path? That we're just not seeing angel numbers. <laughs> like what? Like what is the alternative? When we're well, on I, the raw, when when the path isn't working for us, uh, we're getting other shit that is sending us around the corner to like where yeah. you know we're if we're facing obstacles, we're creating the path as we go, and we're just that shit just comes up and we deal with it. And this is another thing that I wonder is when you are doing something and it's not as easy as it as it as you would like it to be you know some of like the the words that they were used like like you're not in flow or you're encountering like resistance like 
does that mean that it, you're not supposed to do it because it's not easy? Yeah, and, I mean, I think that's a big that's a big question of like, what is the difference between uh, persistence and work mm-hmm. ethic and pursuing your goals mm-hmm. in the face of resistance and obstacles versus forcing something that isn't really supposed to that isn't that doesn't work and And that is a fine line it's a really fine line and i think um yeah i feel like uh i don't know for me it's just it's honestly like uh intuition but at the same time like i was saying when we were talking about before we started recording like about this topic i'm like half the time like my big issue my big my big thing when it comes to inner voice work is the fact that oftentimes I ask myself like oh is this intuition or is this just anxiety Mm -hmm. I think when it's just anxiety it's something that I can't let go of whereas in the past when it's been intuition it's like a thing I've remarked upon or thought of and then moved on from and then things happen and I realized that I was correct like Mm -hmm. you know like when you have a feeling about a person that everybody seems to like and you don't and you're like "Eh, am I a bitch like like, am I just cold and then but then you just kind of like you say it or you think it and then you move on and then like three months later you find out that they're like a scammer or a shitty person or whatever right yeah Yeah, Whereas, whereas when it's anxiety you have a thought or you come to a conclusion and then you just can't fucking let it go and you feel like a crazy person. Yeah. That's, I think. I think that's a good point of, like, letting it go. Because yeah. um, I feel like I have a really, a very tangible example of this. Um, and this also, I mean, you have to, I think, to cultivate a relationship with your intuition, I think... I know anybody can do it, but it, it, it's a, it, um, it's consistency, right? Of like trusting yourself and, and knowing your cues and knowing how your body talks to yourself. So for example, like a lot of things like come to me in dreams. So, uh, I talked about this like last, last season I won, I was leaving Florida and the number just came to me. It was like, leave on the 22nd, leave on the 22nd. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like, I, there's no reason for me to leave early. And I, I decided, I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I think I even called you, Kayleen. And I was just like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to leave like on the 30th when my lease is up like a normal person. And I went to bed and then I like had a dream and in the dream it was like you need to leave on the 22nd and I woke up and I was like okay 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 I got it and And then then, you got here and you got here you drove all day and then we woke up the next morning and where you had just come from was literally mm -hmm. smack dab in the middle of a hurricane forecast yeah like a cat four like some crazy shit Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's a really good way to to know your voice. Um, but I think it can also work in a lot of subtleties as well. And I think a really good way to differentiate your fear from making your decision making, because I think baby it's, it's, it's end stage capitalism, making choices out of fear. I don't, I don't know if that's good for anybody, uh, because what, what the fuck is going on? Like the only thing yeah, like you've got to mitigate as much fear as you can, even though it is scary and it's OK yeah. to be like this shit is scary. But you can't like 
you can't let it win because that will literally like kill you um that's a hill i will die on um don't be afraid (laughs) um or you can be afraid just don't act on it um yeah people are afraid all the time they just don't let their fear dictate their choices and so i think if you can focus as much as you can on like feeling good and feeling like confident in yourself and then building that like self-trust of like making the decisions from there um And I think that's a really good place to start. And then I've also been thinking about, do you ever think about this, Kayleen, when if you're like, you're like, do I think this or am I just chronically online? Uh, Like, do I agree with, do I actually agree with this? Or like, does somebody that I like their tone and blah 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 do they think this and so I'm like oh okay yeah or is it just that I'm seeing this a lot and so now all of a sudden I think it yeah and I think that's like a big one too is kind of like putting yourself away from media and content and like social media of just because I I just the long-term effects of this what is what's that one meme where it's like I'm never gonna financially recover from this one? That's what I feel about like the brain is saying about like social media. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm never gonna fucking recover. Like what the fuck is this? Um. So I yeah, think... I have a new rule where I can only be on TikTok if I'm doing something else. Like oh, I can't so just, what does like, that look like for you? Scrolling TikTok on the treadmill. Yeah. I, but yeah. I can't like. I can't just do TikTok if I'm, like, just lying in bed. No. It's, like, poison. Because otherwise I, like, will do that for three hours. And it's and it's so not an exaggeration either. You're just like, no. where did the time go? How did I no. literally do this for that long? Um, yeah. Yoinks. Because it just never ends. <laughs> yeah. And I think also... Uh, we were, we were kind of caveating between two topics today, and this kind of yeah. goes in, because one of the topics was get uncomfortable, because I am very uncomfortable right now, listeners, but it's okay. We're suffering in the direction of uh, Jean Valjean. Oh, yeah. Here's, like, another synchronicity. I'm just going to go on a tangent real quick. I live on Victor Hugo Road, like, right off of it. And I took a photo and I, Kayleen, I was going to like text you all of this. And I was just like walking and it was raining and I had a baguette and I was just like, justice for Jean Valjean, like just out of nowhere. And I just kept thinking about the sequence of him with bread and two, four, six, one. So I go to church the next day. Tell me, why does the pastor start talking about Victor Hugo and then describing the same scene in Les Miserables that I was just thinking about yesterday? Musical theater brain too powerful. (laughs) I was just like, and that's another, you know, one of the things where like something like that happens. You're like, this is very specific that you have... There's there, there should be no reason for you talking about this, but maybe we're all just like it was an American church, so it's like maybe we're all just like fucking cliche Americans in Paris, and we're like, oh my gosh, Jean Valjean, right? Like, <laughs> maybe oh, oh, we're well. maybe we're just basic, but I kind of think if it makes you feel good and it makes you feel more connected, sure, take it. But if it's starting to like sketch you out, I think you can kind of like play 
play the game of like how how serious do I want this to be of like is this is this that important is this not that important I don't know right um yeah I feel like if it's something you're constantly agonizing over it may be time to let it go well yeah right like I keep pulling the tower or it may not be uh real if that makes sense well, yeah. For like example, I keep pulling the tower, and it's just like I know what's how ha- I know what it's about. Like, it's not. It's pretty obvious. Um, so it's not. I don't know. Which is funny because the tower. Yeah, I think a lot of people think of the tower as something that's supposed to be out of nowhere and unexpected. Whereas yeah. I always use the I think this is originally an Oprah metaphor but I and I usually attribute it to her but I always say like the tower reminds me of a thing that I think it's I think I'm pretty sure it's Oprah if not she's getting a lot of credit Um, uh, which is that when the universe wants to send you a message it'll throw pebbles at your window Um, and if you ignore the pebbles it's gonna start throwing like bigger stones then a rock then a brick and if you ignore it for long enough, eventually the whole wall is going to tumble down on top of you. That's the tower. Yeah. What are we ignoring to the point where it's going to lead to collapse and having to start fresh? Mm-hmm. So. Well, I also think. when are What are we not? When are we not listening to our gut and intuition and trying to willfully ignore mm-hmm. what we know to be true in order to make something happen that's not supposed to happen, that's going to collapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard because sometimes, I don't know, I feel like flow, I feel like everybody's always trying to chase down flow. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something you make happen. I think that's something that you fall into. And when you do, it's really wonderful and you need to go with it for as long as you can and express gratitude for being in it, but know that you can't control it. Everybody knows when they're in flow, mm -hmm. but you can't. Well, I think the Wheel of Fortune is a good good way to illustrate that. Um, And the Wheel of Fortune, maybe it's not personal. It's Mm -hmm. just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, the Wheel of Fortune is just like there's ups and downs. there's ups and downs so yeah it's but I think you know you can control what track your ups and downs are on Um, and how you respond to them absolutely yeah that is what cultivating a sense of self and a sense of intuition is about like life is going to keep happening to you the goods and the bads and how your your trust in yourself as a being who can navigate all things is really what's going to carry you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mantra is always two things. The universe is conspiring in my favor and I am going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Those things have always been true, no matter what happens to me. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. it. I know it's um I I feel like yeah whenever anybody we've talked about this before anytime anybody tells me to be careful I was like I have been successful so far yeah I I think there was one time I told you to do that when you were going out roller skating for the first time and you were like we haven't talked about this but I really hate it when people (laughs) tell me tell me that and I was like well have fun (laughs) you're like noted 
Noted. <laughs> never. We'll never say that again. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, listeners, if you're hearing this, you're uh, you're doing it. You did it. Um, also, I also want to kind of talk about uh, having these like boundaries with your phone too. Um, and then you know, I think going anytime you do. And I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, like fucking mine for hard shit um, and make yourself miserable. Um, if you're a fire sign, you're probably just, you know, it's Tuesday. Um, <laughs> but there is a lot of growth and hardship and getting to know yourself when you're in these situations that you normally wouldn't. And I think that the more that you do step outside of that um that zone of comfortability and go into more of the unknown where yeah like shitty things might happen or shitty things are always going to happen that's always a better opportunity to know yourself and how cool is that like it really is such a cool gift that we get to know ourselves so deeply um in such context of like sharing it with millions of people on the internet and like we have a podcast that's so crazy like the the amount of like a sharing information. Which we just talked about our teen masturbation stories. Like, yeah, top one hundred to business podcasts. Everyone in Norway, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think too. Yeah, I've also like I historically like from season one of this show have talked about how I don't restrict my time on my phone, and anytime I do, it makes me feel worse. Um, and mm-hmm. that has changed because here's the thing. Like, I think I talked about in the devil episode, um, all addictions start out as coping mechanisms and they work until they don't. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to get to the point where I was like, the time I'm spending on my phone, um, especially specifically on TikTok, is literally a barrier between like how my life is and how I like, want my life to be. Yeah. So I've started I go to bed and I don't like my phone is not allowed in my bedroom once it's bedtime I'm charging it in the kitchen now and I bought a nice alarm clock and that's it like and I um like I said I I have rules about what apps I can be on and in like I can be on TikTok if I'm doing something else but the mindless scrolling was like taking hours out of my day that I would rather be doing something else yeah, and I think and it's like the energetic it's hygiene of it is so yeah. important because it, like it's I, I don't want to like I feel like I'm gonna sound like my dad, um, yeah. like a fundamentalist Christian, but like you know what? It's just gonna come out sometimes. Sometimes it feels like fucking warfare when you're like scrolling on your phone and you're like, I've lost all control. Like, what the fuck happened here? Like, how did that just? How did that just happen? How did you just take? three hours of my time where I could have been in a field doing handstands with bunnies. Like I could have read, I could have read like 200 pages of a book. Fucking literatica, you know, like, but I could be reading Anne Rice novels right now. (laughs) Yeah. Or like having a bot. There's so many other more stupid creative things. And I think that's what makes me so mad about, my phone sometimes is just like where it, it feels like it was taken and you're like well no I gave it but like it, it, that's this is why I kind of think it's like it's like almost like a war because you're just like you have to be strategic about how you like tackle this because I mean look at like 
Andrew Tate, for example, like he, the shit that like, these were just like, kind of like maybe normal guys, but then they like got a hold of this and is very convincing and he's a fucking sex trafficker. Like, how did that happen? Like, I don't, it's anyway, the energetic hygienes of it is, I think you're going to feel a lot more calm. I feel a lot more calm the less time I spend on my phone anyway. So I just got an, uh, literally today, uh, got an ad for an app that I downloaded, but haven't played with called Opal, which is, um, you tell it like you give it permission basically to lock you out of apps. If you've spent too much time on them in a day. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know if I'm there yet, but I'm curious about it. I feel like I accidentally did that on my phone. I think you can do it in like your iPhone settings. Probably. I, I, it, it happened to me and I was like, I don't really know how this got here, but I'm not really like that upset about it. But um, right. Yeah, uh, it's 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 I feel like my screen time has gone up a lot being here. Um, which I'm trying to be like, well, that's the thing. It's also, I'm also trying to be like gentle with myself and know that like, there are times where like, if I'm overstimulated or like there's some, there's, it's been like a, a lot, I'm probably going to need something to calm my brain down, which is what TikTok has been good at for me is like, Mm -hmm. but it's like, where's the line? Mm -hmm. So like, how do I take care of myself and find the right coping mechanism so I'm not like distressed or dysregulated but um so but but not let it take control of my life mm-hmm. which is what the devil card is all about <laughs> what are we bound to what are we chained oh to my what are we willingly chaining ourselves to three of swords break up mm-hmm. with your phone <laughs> yeah so I mean break up why? with your fear that's what it break should be break up with your fear yeah, that maybe that'll be the name of the of yeah. our. Uh, That's our next coaching episode. program. <laughs> Break up with your fear. I dug my key into the yeah, side of this va- this Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, all right, so let's go into bro book review, shall we? Let's. I bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week, so you don't have to. Very excited about this one. It is a very good segue. It is called Grit by Angela Duckworth. The power of passion and perseverance. Um, This one is not uh, the easiest read. It is kind of clunky. And it's kind of what you would think about like when uh, you're like, oh, reading nonfiction. It's it's like this. I think she... um, I think she's like a PH and a pioneering psychologist. I'm on the, the book reads right or the good reads right now. Um, so it's just a little kind of like corporate, which I think sometimes happens. Well, we have like two sects of like self-help. We have like the woo-woo and like the corporate. And there's not really much in between. Uh, sometimes we get like a funky little memoir that somehow sneaks into like the self-help because it's like they defeated all odds. I digress. Grit, everybody. Um Stick to it. Stick to it. That's really what it's about. It's just like a lot about discipline and it talks a lot about habits um, 
and the perseverance that you need to have. And it, a lot of times it just boils down to your why. Why is this important to you? And I think that's also really important in like developing your own voice because you're like, wait a second, do I even want this? Like, what do I actually want? Like, what do I find attractive? What do I want my life to look like versus like how I've been told I need to, what I need to do and how I need to look and who I need to associate and blah, blah, blah. Like at the end of the day, it's just you. So I think the grit is really about the stronger sense of like your project or like whatever you're trying to do the more conviction that you're going to have to like take the steps and suffer for it because um if you don't give a shit about what you're suffering for then you're just gonna burn out but if you're excited about it you know there's a there's a chance that you can just keep on keeping on so I you know, I think this, it's, I'm sure there's a TED talk. I feel like this is like a good TED, TED talk one. Cause it's a, it's a thick, it's a thick one. Um, 277 pages, but they're like, it's just not easy. And it looks like it was published May 3rd, 2016. Um, interesting, you know, I'm, I kind of want to focus maybe next season on reading more books that were post published post pandemic. Um, yeah. Is, wow, what a loop de loo we did there. So yeah. that's what. I wonder uh, if Goodreads has a filter like that where you can go into a genre and then narrow it down by publication date. I'm sure they do. If anybody would, it would be them. Yeah. Yeah. I bet our, I bet our good old fashioned library uh, Boolean search could as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Boolean? chat GPT. Uh, yeah. Fuck that. Okay, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um sorry yeah but if anything's gonna be fucking me it's one of those fancy crystal no i'm just kidding if you're hey. a robot i guess we could do it Fine. ew no and i don't have sex with robots <laughs> would Unless. you if it was socially acceptable honestly that's the thing i think i would probably do a lot if it was like socially acceptable like why not everybody's fucking a robot i'd fuck a robot Oh yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I definitely would. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm also a, a monster fucker, and I feel like that is those are like, there's not a big jump there. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you want to give us your plugs, Miss Kayleen? Yeah, um, I'm officially done with. Uh, tarot or tarot readings for the year. Sophia snoozed. You lost. Sorry. You did a lot. Uh, you did, did a lot. lot. I did like Proud over 20. I'm actually about to do my very last one um, in like an hour, uh, which is to, um, I don't know, a very fucking cool person that I never would have imagined would have reached out to me to do a tarot reading for them. So wow. I'm very excited. Cool. Uh, and, but you can still follow me at Swamp Witch, W I I I I, four eyes. Um, and uh, you can see, uh, honestly, you should follow to see my Mardi Gras content. My costume this year is going to be pretty lit. Uh, and the festivities are really about to start get start rolling in the next, uh, not next weekend, but the weekend after. So let's get All to right. it. Um, I've got some stuff coming your way. So uh, the best way to 
keep in contact would be Instagram. So that I'm going to actually check because I always forget where the dot is. It's the dot fake guru on Instagram. And TikTok is the fake dot guru, which I feel like I've been taking. I've been more active on Instagram lately just because the algorithm really kind of fucked me up. And uh, they show my shit to France, which I mean is fine, but like they don't know. Uh, my shit is very American, very <laughs> English speaking. Like, I, I, you know, like I feel like half the shit I say barely makes sense in English. I can't imagine if it was your second language. You just so. have to keep saying expat, even though you hate that <laughs> phrase, because that's what gets their shit onto my TikTok. Yeah. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm an expat. No, I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I'm an immigrant. I'm not even an immigrant. I'm. I'm a visitor. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, you know what? I'm not a star seed. Okay, on the record. Great. Don't lump. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Have a gay day. Have a gay day. Oh, entrepreneurs. Uh, dot com. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> podcast on Instagram. <laughs>